Verse number 10, Ephesians 6, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand, therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked." And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. I want to come back, as I made mention this morning, and come back to verse number 16, and that last phrase that is there, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Let's have a word of prayer, and we're going to get into the subject matter in the Scriptures. Our Father, we sure do love you. Thank you again for the Word of God. Lord, thank you for the preparation that you give to us. And Lord, the warnings that are put out there in the Scriptures. And Lord, I just pray that you'd speak to our hearts this afternoon. Lord, may there be, uh, Lord, just solemnness of heart, searching of heart, But Lord, most of all, commitment to be able to stand with the whole armor of God. And Lord, I pray that you'd help us now. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. When we come to verse number 16, and we see this, that you may be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, I want to look at a few things this afternoon by way of personal application to each and every one of us. I went back as I was reading, and we see this little phrase, the fiery darts. Now, I don't know if you've ever played darts. Who, who's here ever thrown darts before? I'm not asking if you're going to the bar on a Saturday night all the time, okay? How many ever had the warning, you better be careful where you throw that dart? How many ever played darts at your parents' house and ended up putting one in the wall right beside it, Okay. Now, can I say this as we look at this, the fiery darts of the wicked, I looked at this subject matter because it's very interesting that it is not the big battles, it's not the atomic bombs that are mentioned here, but it's just little darts that are made mention. Now, when I looked at this, and I could ask you this question, unless it was just perfectly placed, let me ask you, how many ever had a sibling that just thought it would be funny and threw the dart at you instead of the dartboard? Brother Matthew, you seem like you would be the one to actually throw it and not receive it. Guilty as charged. Can I say this? When we think about those, I would be the probably the same way. I might be on the receiving end of it, but I would probably be the type of father as this, that I would say, listen, don't do it, and whoever threw the dart would get punished for it, 
but I would make this statement, you're not going to die. Now, how many know this? You can get stuck with a dart. We could say a splinter. We could say a needle, something like that, but it doesn't kill you. But yet that's the picture that is given here of being able to quench, and the Bible says all the fiery darts of the wicked. What came to my mind as I began meditating more and more upon this statement on the fiery darts, and if I would have to put a title to today, I would put defeat, okay, maybe not death, but defeat by a thousand darts. How many ever heard the statement, of death by a thousand cuts. Now, for all those that your mind just went carnal and you're thinking about a song that someone sang by that title, you don't have to go research it now. If your mind didn't go there, don't worry about it. I think it was Taylor Swift actually sang a song, but I don't think it's something to sing about or have entertainment about it. But the subject matter, death by a thousand cuts, actually came from all the way back, if you research it, they say all the way back in the 900s that China actually used that manner as a manner of torture, judgment, embarrassment, and death. And they would continue that actually after someone died, they would tie them to a public post and their judgment that would take place, their embarrassment, would actually be death by a thousand cuts. Now, let me ask you something. How many have ever cut yourself? Did you die? No. But you go back and study, and this was actually a well-known practice over in China, starting in the 900s all the way up into the early 1900s, almost a, a thousand years they had this on the book of death by a thousand cuts. And they would literally go up to someone, and I'm not trying to, to be gruesome, but I believe we need to understand this. They would publicly put them on display and continually walk up there And I don't know if they kept count to a thousand of them, but literally just walk up and continually to cut at a person with with chunks and pieces of flesh coming out to eventually to the point that there was so much that was cut away that the person would die. You say, that's gruesome, that's horrible. Well, when I think about what the Bible says here, that we shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. I've noticed this in the spiritual life. Listen, it is not the big, terrible trial at one time that comes into a person's life that all of a sudden blows them up and they're gone or discouraged or defeated in their life. You know what it is? Usually it's the discouragement and the defeat by a thousand darts. It's just one little thing after another. Now, before we get into that, I want to be able to give us hope first because that's what the Bible does here. The Bible says, wherewith ye shall be able to quench 
all the fiery darts of the wicked. That word quench, as you study it out, it literally means to extinguish or to snuff or put out. Okay, if you look at it, if I were to have a candle that would be lit up here and that candle were to be burning and then I were to take this glass of water and I were to pour it on top of that fire, what that water would do, it would quench that fire and put it out. That's exactly what's being spoken of here in Ephesians chapter number six. Now you say, well, this word quench, the Bible says it's in connection to the shield of faith. Yes, the shield of faith, quenching, extinguishing, putting out the fiery darts that are coming at every Christian. Now, where they get that from, if you go back and study, it was actually a well-known and well-practiced by the Roman army that before they would go into battle, they would take their wooden shields and they would actually soak them in water. And that wooden shield would actually be saturated with, with as much water as it could possibly hold. Roman soldiers would then go into battle knowing that there was an enemy that was out there. They had prepared for that enemy and they knew that enemy was going to be firing fiery darts at them. There were two type of fiery darts that uh, one was simply an arrow with some cloth that would be wrapped around the end of it that they would light on fire and they would shoot towards the enemy lines. If that arrow came in, if you had a shield that was saturated in water, that they would be able to quench that fiery dart, it would actually hit that shield, even if it did stick in, and it would ex extinguish immediately because of the water-soaked shield. It would be able to quench it. The second type is they actually had some with a hollow barrel on that and they would put a flammable liquid inside that arrow and light the end of it. But then when it would hit the target, that arrow would shatter, that liquid would spread and actually catch fire, whatever it hit up against. Well, if you're carrying a shield that's soaked in water, and now either one of those are coming in. If it sticks in, listen, it extinguishes it. If it hits in kind of what we would say explode or have a bigger fire, listen, it would not begin burning your shield. You know why? Because it's soaked in water. And the Bible says that we are to take the shield of faith. And with the shield of faith, we will be able to quench or to extinguish or to put out all the fiery darts of the wicked. Now, there's a couple assumptions that are here. There's an assumption that, listen, they're going to be on fire. And the assumption number two is, listen, they're going to be shooting at you. <laughs> it didn't say if you get fiery darts that are coming at you. It said, ye shall be able to quench. I love the assurance that is given here that with the right shield of faith, there is assurance to be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. We'll come back in context and look at that a little while. Be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Now, as we think about, let's say, defeat by a thousand darts, along the lines in the comparison of death by a thousand cuts. I've noticed that it is the small things that will discourage 
or that can get someone really wound up. Now, I'm going to be very gracious this afternoon. I told you from a pastor's heart. And if I were to tell you the thousand little darts that people have had to experience maybe just over the past week or two that's incoming into their life. It may be darts like there's not unity in the home. And can I say this without names? If you feel that I just mentioned your dart, there's a very good possibility I just did. Because this is real. It may be that there's disunity in the home. Husband and wife and children are not in unity and they're going different directions in their spiritual life. Listen, that didn't just happen over one day or one week, but week after week after week. Listen, it may just be that one little text message that comes in that gets misunderstood and pushes someone over the edge, and then there's an argument that starts over it. Hey, it may be, well, you're putting parking spots in for the seniors. Why don't I get my own parking spot? that all of a sudden a dart's coming in. And listen, it can be the little things. Do you know why there's not a parking spot out there? Can I be transparent with you? Why there's a parking spot out there that doesn't say reserved for pastor? Brother Mike, you, you kind of know where I'm going. I, I don't need someone else to come up and say, well, why don't I get a reserved parking spot? <laughs> Just be honest with you. It's, it's one of those things. It's one of those darts that I'm saying, listen, I'm just, I'm just making sure incoming fiery darts, they get extinguished. That text message that you get all upright about and you get all wound up and say, I'm tired of fighting. And listen, it's completely misunderstood. And here comes a little dart that's coming in. Hey, it can be this little situation over here that you don't know the whole thing about it, but all of a sudden we jump on it and then when it's all fully explained, you're like, oh, I didn't realize all of that. No, what it was was a little dart that came in that you didn't allow to get quenched. It may be what happened to this, what happened to that, where is it? And before we know it, listen, I'm saying incoming darts... That if we're not careful, I, I sat down this week and I'll, I'll be as transparent as this. I sat down and talked to my wife and we had a conversation about several different things and then we talked about it again the next morning and I said, Crystal, I said, if people aren't careful, I said, there, there is stress in people's life. And you know what that is? Hey, it's an ongoing battle trying to live for God. It's an ongoing battle as soon as you say, listen, I'm going to be faithful to church. It's an ongoing battle when you say, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. It's an ongoing battle when you say we're not missing and I'm actually going to read my Bible more or I'm going to spend time in prayer more or listen, I'm going to preach on spiritual warfare. There's an ongoing battle 
When we say, hey, we want more of the scriptures to be read here at Granite State Baptist Church, and now for the past four Sundays, we've had someone getting up here reading another passage of scripture, and the word of God is going forth. It's an ongoing battle that stirs things up, and what I've found and what came to light, especially over the past week, is this little, and, and listen, I know it may be a big deal, and I'm not minimizing what's going on in people's life, but I looked at Miss Crystal and we spent time in prayer, and I spent time in prayer over the past couple days, knowing this is where I was going, and saying, Lord, it's not the big atomic bomb that gets dropped, I said, that gets marriages, that gets families, that gets someone stirred up. I said, you know what it is? It's all these little darts. All these little darts that just get thrown. And here's the thing. They're not being quenched. There's some darts that are coming through and we think we have to fight every one of them. We can't. Now, here's the application for it. You say, here's what we need to do. Listen, I could give you 10 more darts that came through this week if you want. And it's just, it's just statements here, statements there, and, and misunderstanding. And I'm, listen, I'm susceptible to it. I could go just like that, Brother Mike, and I'm going to keep talking to Brother Mike back here because he's got the friendliest face right now. <laughs> and Brother Mike, I'd be real, I could be so susceptible that someone calls me and it's just that little dart that gets sent. And man, I'm, I'm ready to go. I told you I'm not running for a fight. I'm thinking about standing up and starting one. That's where, that's where I can be sometimes, not today. That's where I can be sometimes. You know what causes people to get there? One dart after another. Defeat and discouragement by a thousand darts. Do you know what Paul, I mean, not Paul, do you know what Solomon said over in the Song of Solomon chapter 2 and down around verse number 15? He said, give us the foxes. Because he said this, he said, it's the little foxes that spoil the vines. And what it is, is, is it's talking about some, some little cuts in their fence that some, some little foxes, some baby ones are getting in there. And what it's doing is getting up there, just the little foxes that are spoiling the vines and eating the grapes down off the vineyard there. He said, we have tender grapes, a tender, tender vineyard, but the little foxes are getting in. How many of us, listen, something gets said and then we spend the rest of the day and the rest of the week saying, well, what'd they mean by that? Not a thing. Well, they didn't even look at me. Or they did look at me. Do you know how many times, and I'm saying in the past three to four weeks, and I appreciate people asking me instead of sitting there and stewing on it. That people have asked me, they're like, was something wrong between you and me? Because you caught my eye and the way you looked at me, boy, it was I, not a thing. Sorry, sorry, I, I caught like, honestly. And I appreciated the ask because there was nothing that was there. But you know what it was? If we weren't careful, it was a little dart that was being sent that if it did not get quenched. Now, here's the thing. We take the shield of faith to be able to quench the fiery darts of the wicked. Now we make the application. You say, well, pastor, I can't walk around with a shield all the time. Yes, you can. 
but it's not a physical shield on your arm, but it is a shield of faith. Now you say, well, what's the application? They took their wooden shields and they soaked it in water to be able to quench the fiery darts that are coming in. Well, listen, just back one chapter in chapter number five, the actual water is actually referred to as the word of God. He's talking about the church in verse chapter five, verse 26, says that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. And over and over, you say, what's my shield? Your shield is faith, and it needs to be saturated in the word of God. That when you walk out and there's a thousand little fiery darts that are coming after you, listen, your faith standing behind the word of God, you'll be able to quench them. Now, I also thought about this in a very literal sense as I thought about there must be faith and there must be trust in the shield and not get out from behind it. Because if there's an incoming... There were a couple different types of shields. I mean, there was one they carried on their arm, just usually around one. Young people understand like a Captain America shield. Don't ask our young at hearts and seniors to name the Marvel heroes, okay? That didn't go over too well. DC, that was their time. They could do that, okay? But like a Captain America. But then there was another full body shield that they could actually stand behind. Now, you talk about having trust and faith in the shield because you could see those fiery darts coming in, but you knew as long as you were behind the shield, it would not hurt you. Well, you talk about faith. You talk about trust because I'd want to stick my head out from around it and then I'm going to get a dart in the eye. I'm going to want to turn tail and run when I see all the incoming that's that's there. Hey, listen, can I just give it to us in a picture? The Bible says, you say, I need to increase my faith. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Do you understand when those defeat and discouragement by a thousand darts that are coming. If you're just saturated in the word of God, you can hide behind that as it's coming in and it's going to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. You say, pastor, I'm getting, I'm getting worked up and, and I'm going overboard at these little darts that are coming in with all the love that I can muster right now. Can I say this? You need to saturate a little bit more in the word of God. The little things are just ticking me off. That's what some people would say. Man, I'm just getting frustrated. And that dart's coming in. And I'm saying, what in the world? He and I were joking back and forth. He texted me, said he wasn't going to make it in because he was sick. And I'm going to use this as an example. It by no means was even close to it. But uh, he was texting me. He said, I'm going to call in because I'm sick. And he said, just call through when when it's time. So I give him a thumbs up back. (laughs) Do you remember what you text back to me? So he texts back to me because he just said he's sick. And I give him a thumbs up. So he texts back to me. He said, that really wasn't a thumbs up statement. It was more of an okay statement is what should have been done. You know what I did? I sent him back another thumbs up is what I did. Now, here's the thing. Now, we chuckle at that. 
Can I say if I wasn't right at that moment or he wasn't right? Do you understand what could have taken place? What's he texting me back like that for? Oh, seriously, is he nitpicking at that? Not even knowing that it was in a joking way is how I could have responded. And I don't think he, if, if he did mean it that way, talk to me afterwards. He didn't. He didn't. I know he didn't. But here's what we do. We sit there and stew over things, and it's just darts that are coming in, and we're not quenching the darts. Oh, do you know what they meant by that text message? Not a thing. Do you know what they meant by that statement? Not a thing. But you know what just happened? A dart just made it through. And you get enough of them hitting you. And all of a sudden we're saying, man, I'm getting hit on every side. What we need to do is saturate in the word of God. We need to make sure that our shield of faith is fully saturated with Scripture. That when those come in, hey, we talked about having our loins girt about with truth. We talk about, listen, quenching. It doesn't mean that it just deflects it. Someone made a statement this week and said, have that shield of faith and you can deflect those fiery darts. No, it doesn't say deflect it and send it off to your neighbor. It says you can quench it, which means it becomes ineffective. And I thought, how many of us, listen, we need to pay attention. And as, and as pastor, this is where I, I, I'm revealing my heart right now for our church is there's been more than one this week of a little dart that's been hitting people. And I said, there are things really in the scope of eternity that it doesn't really matter. But Brother Dana, if we're not careful, boy, it could hurt us, couldn't it? And if it's not careful, we're blowing up at it because here's the thing. I say, well, I'm giving my opinion over here. Hey, listen, in light of eternity, does it really matter? Do you know how many times that I'd love to be able to just give my opinion? But I'm thinking it's, it's not really going to be beneficial and it's just another dart that if they are... I found out on some of my joking... I found out, you know what that is? That's just darts, and they don't have the shield of faith to be able to take it. And I said, I'm backing off on it. I learned it this week in a situation. In, in relationship to something, I said, okay, I just found a new line. And I said, I won't be crossing it. You know what I'm careful? Just on these darts that are coming in. I said, just these little things. It's these little things in people's lives. If we're not careful, listen, it will destroy you. And it will, it'll destroy marriages, it'll destroy families, and it can blow up inside of a church too. So Miss Crystal and I, when we sat down and, and we communicate back and forth, she does not know everything, by the way, okay? Believe it or not, you go try to talk to my wife about some of these things and she's going to look at you like, I don't know what you're talking about. You know why? Because it stops right here. But I told my wife, I said, listen, I said, there's a whole bunch. And then she, she had to fill me in. She had to give me like three or four more darts. <clears throat> I came back from Florida and we're taking a ride home and we're sitting in the living room. We're catching up from the week. You know what it was? Here's another dart. Here's another dart. And she said, Peter, she said, I just, I just want you to be aware of this. She said, this may be on the horizon. She said, but watch out. She said, that dart might get shot. You know what it did for me? 
made me get back on my knees, made me open up that word of God and be able to get back and say, Lord, I sure need to be saturated with the word of God. I said, so when that fiery darts comes, comes in, I've got the faith to be able to stand upon what's coming in and what's been saturated, and I know I'm safe behind my shield of faith. I'm asking the Lord to be able to help us, and I want you to be able to look in your hearts and lives. And if you need to come to me and say, was, was this what you mentioned, one of my darts? There's a good possibility today I'm going to say yes. But I'm, I'm just saying that to show, listen, it's from that wall of this church to that wall of, that, of this church. There is wonderful unity in our church. There is a pressing forward. There's a thankfulness. But it's the little darts that people are dealing with right now that if we're not careful, those little darts will get through. It can be a statement that's made. It can be a text message that's sent, and all of a sudden it blows up. had nothing to do with anything. And we're saying, hey, let's make sure to be able to quench it, put it out. You say, Pastor, all those little things yet. Listen, I think each and every one of us need to look at these little things in our lives and say, what is it that, listen, they're just, they're just adding up, and I better get back into the Word of God. You ever, you ever just blown up at a situation and gotten frustrated, and then afterwards you come back to it and you're like, why in the world? Anybody here ever had to apologize after something like that? I have. I'll put both my hands up because I'm saying that really that wasn't that big of a deal. But boy, in the moment, boy, I'm telling you, that, that little dart that was going through, I felt like it was a broadhead being shot at me. I mean, that just upon impact, boy, them blades were going to come out. It was going to be a two and a half inch hole that just went right through the middle. <clears throat> no, all it was was a little dart. And you know what I could have done at that moment with that thought, with that statement, with that sentence? I could have just hid behind my shield of faith in the Word of God and said, let this take care of it. And you say, are they just going to bounce off? No, because here's the thing. In order for it to be quenched, it's got to stick in. That's the part I don't like about the whole thing. It's going to cut and stick in. But it doesn't have to spread any further. We can say, okay, it's quenched. It's quenched. Would you see what they said to my kids? Go ahead and let that little dark come through. Do you hear what he preached from the pulpit up there? Yeah, I know he's talking about me. I am. <laughs> doesn't have to be a question today. Because guess who else I'm talking to? Brother William, you're a friendly face. You've got a smile right now. Guess who else I'm talking about? me every one of us may the lord help us to identify the little darts the little foxes that would come into our lives it's not everybody that would come into our lives and it's going to be death by a thousand cuts or we can say i need to saturate my shield the word of god saturated with the water of the word of god my faith is increased you say, well, I'm faithful in church. I was praying this morning on my way in. I left a little early this morning. I was in. I was praying on my way in, and I said, you know, there's not a service that goes by that the Word of God's not opened. It's not preached. But I wonder sometimes, can I help us with this? I wonder sometimes if we're here, but we don't hear. 
We're here. Boy, we're so distracted with everything. We're here, but we don't hear. Faith cometh by hearing. Well, I'm listening, but we're not hearing. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And I want and I and I know it, it's the old cliche for preachers. It would take me a few minutes to be able to go back and think about what I preached. But I wonder this, on how many times we listen but we don't hear, and we listen service after service after service, when really what is coming out of the Word of God is enough to be able to help us. But we just don't hear it. We just don't listen. And that's for me. I say, Lord, what are you giving to us? For me this week, it was, I better watch out for these little darts. I better make sure to be able to quench them because they're coming. The assumption is they're coming. We better be able to quench them with the shield of faith. I know that's for all of us because every one of us have to face that. So I'm not going to ask for a testimony or a show of hands, but I'm going to ask for each and every one of us to spend some time with the Lord. Say, Lord, what is it with that little thing? That little thing. That really in the scope of eternity doesn't really matter. But it needs to be quenched. It needs to be quenched. It needs to be taken care of.